It's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider with Jeff Franklin, Stephen McFadden, Meg Herber, and Bill Petrie. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. The Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Jeff, Stephen, Meg, and Bill. And welcome to another episode of the Industry Insider. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie, and we'll get to the other three hosts of this fine broadcast here in just a minute. But first, I want to thank our sponsor in Gold Star. We've talked in the past, and I want to talk again because, hey, I want to drive this point home because you know what? That's what advertising is all about. You say something once, people forget it. You say something twice, people start remembering it. We're going to say it again. Gold Star is the leader when it comes to writing instruments in the promotional products industry, but a lot of companies, they use that term very loosely. It's a marketing term to them. It has no meaning, no substance behind it. Not so with Gold Star. They have choice, over 300 different writing instruments, so there's something for every client, every budget. They have great decoration, from 360-degree full-color decoration to silkscreen to laser engraving. Gold Star has what it takes to decorate the writing instrument you need the way you need it. They have that capacity we've talked about. They have more full-color and laser engraving decoration capacity than any writing instrument supplier in the industry. And my gosh, that quality. I happen to use a Gold Star pen right here. Hear that awesome clicking? That's right, I'm holding one with my hand right now, and I can personally tell you it's quite literally the smoothest writing instrument I have ever used. That's a fact. So if you want to learn more and get some great ideas on how pens can be more than just a promotional writing instrument, sign up for your free brand story toolkit by visiting them at goldstarpens.com toolkit. You're not going to be sorry you did. Now, I did mention I have three other folks with me. It's the same three folks we always have on this broadcast. Jeff Franklin, National Account Manager with Headwear USA. Hello. Stephen McFadden, CAS, President of Perfect Promotions and More. Today I will be Sparknado. That's he not an impersonator, guys. It's yeah. actually him. Yeah, it's not a voice thing. It's, uh, Stephen's a little under the weather. And then the lovely yeah. and talented Meg Erber, Outside Sales Manager for SNS Activewear. Hey, everybody. So, as Stephen alluded to, he is going by the name of Sparknado. <laughs> and the reason he is going by that name is we the topic of today's hot, white hot, not even red hot, this is a white hot podcast today, uh, is a spark recap. Now, Stephen was on the work group, so he has intimate knowledge. He attended Spark. Um, I spoke at Spark, so I'm sure I'll be chiming in as well. But, hey, Gravel Voice, why don't you go ahead and kick us off and let us know uh, what you thought of the event and just kind of uh, go ahead and tee it up for us. Hold on. I have a question before Steven starts. Steven? Oh, excellent. Steve, Steve, uh, Steven, Jeff, do you have a question? I, I do. Yeah, I'm raising my hand. Sorry. Uh, yes, uh, yes. Uh, I, I just I have a question, man. Aren't you listening to our podcasts? I mean, we just went over how not to get sick. Or did you not yeah. neti pot? Um, the reason... I'm, I asked that question about that podcast was because I knew I was getting sick. Oh, so sweet! I'm just still sick. Well, you should have you should have taken your neti pot. You should have yeah. neti potted it up, man. All right, Did sorry, Bill. All the and, steroids <laughs> and all sorts of stuff. Uh, it's great. I'm glad I get to talk a lot. Yeah. So all right, spark. So, yeah. So go, so go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Spark. Spark NATO. Um, I, I like to think that that was my name because I was gonna spin through here and destroy all the misconceptions of Spark from the last podcast. So that was that was the uh, the name, but um, but no, it was it was a great great event. Um, you know, th- there was a lot of ideas as we mentioned that were on paper. You know, you really don't know how well they're going to be executed until you get there. You know, I think I think all you can do is plan. 
all you can do is get yourself as ready as you can for an event like this, and then you got to let the pieces fall into place. And um, I think they did. You know, I think there was a lot of a lot of good feedback. I've actually already seen some of the specific speaker feedback. I've seen some of the actual overall feedback, um, and it was it was quite positive. Um, I, I think it was it was it was a really successful event. Um, we had about I did a little write up on it on Facebook just to kind of give people an overview. But we had seventy members, uh, not including speakers. So I think we had probably seventy six, seventy seven total people if you include the speakers, uh, plus some PPAI staff as well. Um, it was a pretty even 50-50 split between suppliers and distributors, uh, and then we had 39 of those 70 that had less than four years of experience in the industry. So it was awesome to, you know, I was in work groups with people that were, um, actually, excuse me, the, uh, the dinner I went out on one of the nights uh, at my table, we had two people that had less than three months in the industry, two people, wow. two people less than eight months, and two people less than 14 months. So it was, you know, it was just a completely new group. The types of questions they were asking were were super awesome. You know, questions I haven't thought of or asked since I started, you know, and it was just cool to see their take on things and ask, you know, hear the questions people are asking and, um, you know, just seeing how they can take stuff back to their companies. Um, we saw a lot of great work group activities, people actually writing up business plans to take back to their bosses. Um, there's a lot of cool, you know, activities that people were actually creating stuff to implement. So it was some good action item, action run events this year. So it was it was quite positive. Stephen, let me ask you this and take me out of it since I yeah. spoke at Spark. What were your favorite parts of Spark? Uh, take me out of it. I, I don't want this to be about my. I'm serious. <laughs> take me out of it. No, me I, of it. I mean there was there was a lot of good takeaways. I mean, I you know without trying to like like you said look with I don't want to plug anything in particular because there was a lot of great stuff but actually seeing um, I was in, I was involved in a presentation and it's not my presentation that I thought was the best I think the action items that I saw um, people you know listening to what you say and then actually wanted to do something about it there's something kind of fulfilling about that personally um, which is really cool now as an event itself, I think the networking obviously is the, is the best part of an event like this. Uh, we had a lot of opportunities for that. We had some cool, fun activities, uh, whether it be the NASCAR Hall of Fame, um, doing the the Dale Earnhardt Jr. Bag, uh, Bags for Buddies program. There were some really cool engagements, and even uh, in a late night down in the hotel lobby, you know, I had some great conversations. A um, cu- couple people that were having issues or, or had questions about their mentorship programs that they were in and were asking me if I could, if, if, if I had any advice for them and, and vice versa, you know, I had a mentorship program that I'm in as well and I was having some questions. So things like that, you can't, you can't structure, you can't schedule, but they come out of an event like that. And I think those are some of the biggest wins um, when you put a group like this together. All right, cool. Why don't you rest your voice for a second? Done. Jeff, Jeff and Meg, neither one of you were there. No, but, but both I'm... of you are on social media. What did you see 
during the event and hearing Steven's recap, Meg, what is your what's your take on well, all of this? Well, I, I was a little jealous that I wasn't there actually. So, like you see all the people, like I I get really excited when there's any type of education session that is hands-on. You're like almost doing workshops, you're networking with your peers, you're meeting new people, and you become inspired when you get to actually inspire others, when you get to motivate them. So, I'm actually kind of jealous that I didn't get to go and I was actually going to ask Steve and I, but uh, if there was any one thing that he could change, maybe, and I know you're resting your voice, but I just, I was, I know there was a lot of, it was, was it was, okay, let me put it this way. Was it different? Because I heard the second year wasn't as good. Was it, how was, how would you rate it versus the, the second year? Um, versus the second year, <clears throat> I mean, I, I definitely think it was better than last year. Yeah. Okay. I, I do. Yeah. Good. I, I good. Think that there was a lot of, a lot of the feedback was taken and actually executed. Um, I think some of the, the biggest issues we had in year two um, was that feeling of uh, lesser education for the quality of people we had in the room, you know, and, you know, like just maybe it felt like they, we were talking down or whatever the case may be. But I think the education was was quite engaging. It was quite challenging for those that, that maybe are new. Uh, but it wasn't, we didn't, we didn't kind of, you know, let off the gas on it. You know, we definitely gave people um, good, powerful education that can be used at all skill levels, all experience levels, um, and, and I think that that really helped. Uh, to answer your question, though, if there were some things that we could change, um, yeah, I think I think there was a little bit of uh, some scheduling things that I think we could have done, uh, whether it be uh, with breaks. Um, I think that there's some, that's something we need to look at um, going forward. You know, we've got such a mix of suppliers and distributors. You know, it's hard to take, you know, t two full days with full education off. And, you know, we, we did hear back some feedback, like it would be great if there were some more scheduled work breaks. Um, so there's, you know, it's kind of a minute detail, but it is a detail that makes an event like that better. You know, if you right, right. for everything. Well, the good um, news is, oh, go ahead, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, no, you're fine. No, that they listen to your guys' feedback and then they made those changes because if you guys keep, if you don't make the changes year after year and, and it would just die out. So I'm really glad to hear that it was an exciting event. I got to see a bunch of faces that I know and look like they were all having a good time and you could just see the excitement and I think that's what happens when you get a bunch of like-minded individuals together, you know, all with the same, out, you know, end game, the same outcome, I'm sorry, the same end game and outlook on everything. And it really yeah. gets, you, you guys get together and you can do some, some big things in this industry, make some big changes. And, you know, from when I came into this industry, so much has changed. Like, I wish that they had something like this, you know, f 14, 15 years ago. I feel like who I'd be today in this industry, it could be completely different. Or maybe, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not hating on where I am today at all by any means, but um, they didn't have stuff like this. I didn't even know about regional associations my first seven years in the industry, you know? Mm. So I definitely missed out on a lot and um, excited about this whole new generation of, of young professionals and coming into our industry. And, uh, you know, they're all young and they're millennials and they're excited and they want to make changes and they want to put their time and efforts into causes. And I think that it's, it's just exciting. I, I don't know. I'm glad I'm yeah. glad to hear that it went really well and the pictures seem to, to tell a, a big story. So I wish I could be part of it. Well, Jeff, I have, what was your... I was going to say, I've got, got uh, two questions, actually, uh, both for you, Bill and, and Jeff. Um, I know both of you each had representatives from your companies that attended. Um, Bill, I know you were there personally, but Kelsey also is with, with you guys. And Jeff, I think Zach, 
uh, attended. Have you guys had any feedback from your company representatives from the Spark Conference like that you want to share or that you, that you have? Go yeah, Zach, Zach actually texted me during the event and said that, uh, you know, that Spark was awesome and he wasn't quite sure what to expect, but he was having a great time and everybody there were, you know, really great people, which I completely agree with. I mean, I, I absolutely, I'm 100% always encouraged when I see all the photos and stuff that come from Spark because it's literally just an entire, uh, you know, spread of people that are our age, that are like-minded in similar situations, similar scenarios. It's always great to see that. Um, you know, and I, I don't think that that was necessarily, or at least I hope that wasn't, you know, something that was, uh, I guess, taken in negatively in the last, uh, the last Spark podcast that we did, because honestly, that's one of the best things about Spark, in my opinion. Uh, the biggest issue that I had with Spark last year uh, was, you know, just the level of education and the level of, uh, I guess, uh, maybe censorship for lack of a better, uh, phrase, um, from, you know, PPAI and big brother stepping in. So, I mean, obviously we looked at the, the, at the schedule and, um, the education sessions and topics and speakers and all that prior to spark. So we already knew they were sort of stepping in the right direction. The education sounds like it was a lot better. I got great feedback from Zach. Uh, you know, so I'm, I'm really glad to hear that, you know, um, in the photos, uh, just to be a little bit funny here, I'll take a stab and just ask <laughs> how many times you were asked to hide your drinks before you took photos. Yeah, I didn't see many pictures yeah. with people holding beers this time. They, <laughs> they mentioned it one time in the very beginning, and I just kind of made a funny face, and everyone, and then I said the words, we're all adults, and then we just kind of moved on. And that was kind of it. I mean, they never reiterated it for group pictures. It was never mentioned again after that. It so, shouldn't have to be mentioned the first time. I'll, I'll, just, I'll leave it at that. Just I, I stop. agree. Um, but, you know, it whatever what it is is what it is. But I will say uh, not everyone that was there was 21. Um, so there, that was a different element that I, I don't know that we had to deal with in previous years either. So wow. I, don't know, I don't know if that plays into it at all, but um, I do know that. that How does – how, how does that work when, because, I mean, I know, obviously, with some of the, and, you know, in, in my experience, the first two, we we did some networking events and things like that at different, you know, bars and restaurants and whatever, where, yep. you know, obviously, that's something that you have to consider. So how do you, how did you handle that with people that were under 21? Are they even allowed in the door? Yeah, so we had a couple different uh, groups that had locations that were accommodating, because most of those networking social plate uh groups were smaller groups it wasn't all 70 of us so we just put those folks in uh groups that were going to event locations that would allow under 21 so uh like for example one of the dinner evenings we had a group go to mellow mushroom which didn't have any issue they couldn't go to the whiskey bar but they could go to a mellow mushroom so Hmm. we you know so we actually did kind of consider that and and accommodated accordingly that's oh, really cool to hear. That was really nice of you. <laughs> well, it's, it's good that there was an option, too. Yeah. I, know, I mean, I'm just thinking back at, you know, the, the first two years of Spark. I can't uh, – I, I don't know if there would have been a way to accommodate that with the way that we ran the first two, but that's not a problem that we had with the first two. Well, I say problem. That's not a problem. It's actually a good thing that there were people there that were even under 21. That's Yeah, awesome. yeah it really is. How was the doctor um, from MIT? I think I, I would have been most excited yeah. to hear her speak. So it was it was really neat. So we so I don't know if you guys know. So leading up to the event, we were all asked to take a uh, personality test that they sent oh, yeah. out to us. So it was a um, what kind of test? What was it? Myers Briggs uh, or DISC? No, or? I've got it right here. It was a 
the predictive index test. Okay. So it's a two-question test. It's it's it, they say it takes ten minutes. I I don't know if I'm just rushed through it or whatever, but it didn't take me that long. But basically, you choose all the words that you believe a good speaker um, is to you, like what makes a good speaker. And then the next question is, is what do you, same words, uh, how do you view yourself as a speaker or communicator? And then the same words. And that's it. But it's like 100 words on, the, on both the top question and the bottom question. And then they give you an analysis based okay. on that. Um, and they send you the report. Um, it was surprisingly accurate. Um, really? Yeah, it was surprisingly accurate. So they... Um, like a horoscope they, surprisingly accurate or like... Uh, no, not like it applies <laughs> to everyone kind of thing. No, this was, it was, I actually sent it to uh, some of my coworkers just to read the results. Mm-hmm. And they were like, do they know you? I'm like, no. <laughs> wow. No, they don't know me. I was like, but they, they do now because this yeah. is pretty accurate. I mean, everything from like little little nuances like need to learn how to turn the serious side of your personality on every now and then like stuff like that i'm like yeah that's me wow yeah. so i mean it was it was pretty intense so then super cool so then from that we all had our results they had all of our files with all of our results in it so when we walked in they handed us all copies of our results in a folder with our name on it we then um they kind of talked to us about how the predictive index works. They didn't go too much into the data side of it, but because that, that would have taken it forever. But yeah. they went into some of the key indicators. And then they divided us out based on different categories of people. Um, so there was, you know, things like promoters and captains and different things. There was like social side people versus, um, you know, control people versus, you know, whatever. So then they, we all broke into groups. So 70 people ended up getting broken into 17 groups. And um, 17 groups. Yep. Is that for all the different? Yep. So it's very much like Myers-Briggs then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of different variables. And then we were we were given like tasks and questions that we would solve as a group. And we could, you know, we found that we had a lot of similarities in how we would answer things. And then we had to break up into groups that were people not like us and then go through the same exercise. Uh, We kind of got to see how we would figure out different work challenges it was funny because like our scenario my group scenario was you've got a problem employee it's not good with clients not good with people but he's your coworker. you're not really his boss like how would you approach and it was funny we had four people that were each different uh things and we all had different ways we'd handle it you know i was like you know if he's being rude to me i'd tell it to his face like stop being rude to me right <laughs> and, some, and someone was like oh well i'd probably send something to the boss and kind of lay low and then someone else is like i'd probably find something in between there where i may send them a letter or, you know i'm like it's like this it's this goes to show you the differences and how you work together um so and then we broke it into those groups and we went through the nascar hall of fame and with that same group we got to do pit changes and drive race cars so, oh wow so, that's awesome so yeah it was it was really fun it was that's good. pretty awesome did you go white water so, rafting sorry sorry personally i didn't because uh, okay. i had an, another charity event that evening so i had okay. to leave charlotte um but the, there was a group that went white water rafting i had to, i had to bail so with the uh, with the personality thing, um, it's great that they broke everybody down. Did they sort of tell you how to start seeing some of those characteristics or some of those personalities in people and how to detect and pick that stuff up? Because I know when uh, when I did the DISC personality profile as an education uh, outside of the industry a long time ago, it was one of the just one of those like mind blowing things. 
and it, it basically teaches you how to pick those things up from people and that helps you mirror so it's hugely important for sales yeah, uh, yeah. And, and how to you know because obviously like you said everybody reacts differently to certain situations so it helps you to sort of uh, be a chameleon and, and learn how to work with certain individuals that's a great great point so we we touched on it briefly it wasn't a, a huge part of the workshop however the um, there's, they've also provided us what they call manager development charts based on our predictive index. And with those, there's um, like self-coaching tips and um, peer coaching tips that allow you to do what you just said, how, how you deal with folks that are the same as you, different than you, how you can pick up on things and, and how to react in different scenarios. So, so it's, that was more of a do-it-yourself type of an exercise, but we do have that information. So as we, were, you know, that's a good, robust discussion about that. Stephen, what would you like to see changed um, in the coming years? Um, you know, I, I think that there was a lot of great points you guys had mentioned in the last episode. Um, I, I didn't mind the, the hotel, um, but I do love the idea of maybe a different type of venue space. I don't really know if that's something that's actually changeable or not, but, but I, I do like that idea. Um, you know, and... Again, you, you also mentioned the time of year and it being in the south. I would like to see us move uh, maybe somewhere a little more north. Not that that would necessarily make it colder, but, uh, but you know, just... It would help. It, it, could, it could, can't hurt, so that would be good. Um, and, and if you don't mind, I do have one question uh, for you, Bill. Um, yes, you have a question for me? How can I, I help you? Yeah, thank you for being <laughs> here. appreciate it. Thank um, you for knowing I'm here. <laughs> you know, one of the... I, I, I know I... I snuck this in my, my Facebook post. I did a little hashtag optics there. Um, yes. I was, I, cause I love the shirt and I thought the whole thing was great just cause I'm, I was there and I wasn't outside looking in how, how were the optics this year? I, I honestly don't know. It's hard to evaluate yourself. So, um, so it was interesting. So I, I spoke four times straight, um, which, you know, that's a lot. Uh, certainly yes. a lot for people to listen to. I'm not worried about me. I, I And I do think that I, I'd like to see change. I don't care who it is, if you're the best speaker on the planet, if, the mo- if you're Jerry Seinfeld or whomever, four and a half straight hours of someone is, is too much. Agreed. I mentioned um, that with the scheduling. I think that's something we need to work on. And, it, and it's fatigue. Yeah. Uh, you know, people get fatigue. I... I um, I walked in extraordinarily excited to speak at Spark. I threw myself, and hopefully this showed, but I really threw myself into the sessions. It was exciting for me because I'm not speaking with the crutch of a PowerPoint. Even though I don't put words in a PowerPoint, they're just pictures, it was just me up there. And I really enjoyed that, and I really felt like I I, uh, was able to engage with people and connect with them a lot better. I thought that Jody Mello and I'm sorry, Jody Shaw, who recently married PPAI Professional Development, thought her and her team did a fantastic job. I thought it was was great. You know, the the part I was at, I was you know I was there for the the you know my part of it. Obviously, I thought it was fantastic. Um, I thought, you know, from an optics perfect perspective, yeah, I thought it'd be funny given what I'd said a couple of years ago to wear a T-shirt I that had it. the hashtag of optics. <laughs> um, I was amused. Um, I, I think it was, you know, I thought there was actually a concerted effort. And, and to me, that's a staff job, okay? It's not an attendee's job or the work group's job 
And this is where I would change kind of the tone and tenor of, of what I said two years ago. I still stand by the fact that the story wasn't told properly. Sure. I think I think I pointed my finger though in the wrong direction. What? what? We lost Bill. Hello. <laughs> I think I pointed my finger in the wrong direction. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we had a little drop out there. Um, I think I pointed my finger in the wrong direction. That is not the responsibility of the attendees. It's not the responsibility of the work group. That's the responsibility of staff. And so this year, I know they had someone from PPB there documenting it. So someone was there taking all manner of pictures. They uh, staff was uh, you know taking all all sorts of pictures and sharing them on social. Here speaking here. This is going on at the NASCAR Hall of Fame. It was all over Instagram. So whether people understood what was going on at Spark is almost irrelevant because it was the story was attempted to be told. And I thought what was told was amazing. I, I told Jody and I wrote her a note um, Thursday afternoon saying, that is one of my favorite things I've done professionally. Um, oh, cool. And I am so honored to have been part of it. And I just hope that people were able to get things out of the sessions I did. Um, it was, you know, so from a speaker's perspective, I will say it was a hard group, it was a hard group to read to be very candid with you. Yeah. Um, I know the 8 o'clock uh, session was a little rough because everybody was still uh, blowing a you know 2.0 from the night before. <laughs> um, so they're a little, little, little hungover. Hashtag optics. <laughs> uh, no, I already had a good time, but it's early in the morning, and it was outside. And it was a little tough, but I um, – uh, it was hard crowd for me to read, and, and so I, I chose to do some things that I don't normally do. And I'm always transparent. I'm always authentic. But I really kind of bared my soul, as Stephen, you can attest, that I did. Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, and uh, I, I really got some good feedback from that. So I, I thought it was a great event. I, I really do. I think, obviously, there's always room for improvement in an event like that. But I thought it was really spectacular and, and hats off to Jody Shaw and her team certainly hats off to uh, you uh, Stephen and Alyssa and Kelsey and John Petty and all the folks Taylor Borst I can't remember everybody on the on the work yeah, group Mason Mason, Mason Lynn, Lynn and so everybody on the work Kelsey. group uh, Kelsey and Alicia Skipper everybody did a great job <coughs> so honestly I I as I told Jody I left more excited and energized about the future of the industry than I ever have and so so honestly, it was great. Awesome, it's great. How did the, uh, Am I your, too old your, to go? I don't. I don't think you ever answered your que- uh, Stephen's first question, though, Bill, about well, uh, your, your, your your employee or somebody from your company. Oh, Kelsey, going. Yeah, uh, she thought it was great. Um, she thought that the speakers were fantastic, starting with me, quite frankly. And why wouldn't <laughs> she? Um, I'm joking. No, she thought it was great. She thought it was the best park she had been to. Uh, just She was probably on par with Denver. I think she really enjoyed the Denver one. Um, I think like what you had said, Jeff and, and Stephen, that the, uh, the one in Nashville uh, probably wasn't the best from a content perspective. Yeah, and that's really what she fo- Yeah, and that's what she focused on. So um, she really enjoyed it. But, you know, I think her, her thing was it was a lot. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. It was. So the only yeah. other the only other re- recommendation, and, and I did give this to Jody, is I don't know if Spark needs to be modeled in the same exact way that women's leadership conferences or North American leadership conferences. I think you can have a half day of sessions and then go do something. Um, that's fun. I, I think you can break it up a little like that because, like I said, I gave four, you know the, the four straight sessions. That's exhausting for someone. To, well, and that's that, you know, the first year in Denver. That's what it was basically. 
you know, we started, I think, at like two or three o'clock and, you know, we went on that whole night. But, you know, the, the events in the evening were, you know, completely sort of mixed between fun, social right. networking, whatever. And then the second day, it was it was only a half a day as well. And then we did the community service project. Right. And I think I think maybe a little bit more of a mix of that. I mean, because it was really um, it was the first morning was all classroom, essentially. Uh, you're outside for the first one and then the venue change over to NASCAR and there were some other things so I think there was an effort to do that again it's just you're talking about gradual improvements what, you know what what can we do the same that really worked and that's mm -hmm. not going to need to change what can we improve upon what do we not want to do again what do we want to try that we've never tried and I, I really trust Jody to do that um, so that, that would be my answer to your question and I would agree with you too, Bill, about the uh, the optics and telling the story and being, you know, uh, sort of the job of the staff that are there. And it's sort of, um, uh, I guess, a bummer that you know the first year wasn't uh, the story wasn't told as well as it could have because we, I mean, they brought Joel there, and he videoed literally like nonstop for two full days, and I, I really haven't seen any of that video. <laughs> Well, I, I, don't, I don't know where it's at. I well, mean, and that's, like I said, when I look back and listen back to what I said, and as I always say you, to anybody who gets really upset with me, is you do a podcast every week for 160 straight weeks and don't <laughs> edit it and tell me you're not going to say something that's a little sideways. Yeah. Um, I, I stand by what I said, but, cause, but what I would have said differently is, is this. There were weeks and weeks, months of lead-up to Spark, garnering interest not only from prospective attendees, but to older folks who might be uh, sending those attendees to uh, an event, and also people who are um, who are Generation X and baby boomers who just don't under you know want to see what the future of the industry is. So you have a lot of lead-up, and then as soon as that event started, it was radio silent unless you were friends with someone on social media who attended that event. That is an issue of staff. I think it's been addressed. Kind of, We're kind of beating a dead horse here, but I just wish I would have said that. I would have said it that way. I don't think I would have been um, kicked in the groin as much <laughs> for what I said because that was accurate. We're the only ones that are kicking in the groin, right? Or is there others? Oh, we're <laughs> almost at the end of our time, everybody. Does anyone have anything else they'd like to say before we wrap up this episode of the Industry Insider? I mean, I, I'm just... Go ahead, Steve. I was going to say, I, I really appreciate you, you actually, you know, all the work you did put in to, to speak, Bill. It was awesome. And then thank you both, um, Jeff and Bill, for sending people to the event. Um, it was great to meet, uh, you know, Zach. And obviously, I already know Kelsey, but it was it was good to, to have the representation from the companies there. And, and uh, yeah, no, it was it was a great, great event. And I appreciate the, the platform to even discuss it as much as we have. So I think it'll be good going forward. Stephen, has the venue been announced for next year? Has the location been announced? It has, yes. Okay, would you like to share with the people on this podcast? It is in... Listeners that we have? Uh, it's Texas. even further south, guys. It's in Texas. Yeah, is it San Antonio? San Antonio. Wow. San Antonio is a fun place, though, guys. Yeah. Fun. I, I don't disagree. I mean, every <laughs> place that we've gone to so far for Spark has been a relatively fun place. Yeah. I mean, it's it's never a matter of it being fun. It's just I like I listen. <coughs> in, I love Spark. I'm very in, invested in it because you know I put the two years in in the, in the work group. You know, I, I'm I believe in it wholeheartedly. I, I love that it's the future of our industry, and you know that, that there, there's that community. Um, you know, I, I'm glad to hear that the event went a lot better this year. 
Um, and hopefully, you know, the story is told and hopefully anybody that has questions is able to get answers to those questions. I, but, I think so. And, and yeah. I want to say real quick before we wrap up, hats off to Stephen because mm-hmm. he took it upon himself just to make sure in a very lengthy, accurate, lovely social media post on Facebook telling the story just in case it hadn't gotten out there. And, and I have a feeling I know why he did that. Um, and I appreciate that. I think that's a good thing. So, um, like I said, it was a great event. I, I would highly recommend anyone um, who is a, of the uh, age group who go, and I don't know if Meg's available or not. What's the age group, guys? Originally, I think it was like there's not really – I don't think PPAI is allowed to put a, an age cap on it, but I, originally it was supposed to be like 35 and under, but I think they're taking Yikes. you know anybody that's like 40, 40. and under-ish. Yikes. Yeah. 40-ish and under. Yeah. Meg, so, you're, you're 30, though, right? Oh, yeah. No. Totally. It was a fantastic <laughs> event, and uh, I, like I said, everybody did a great job. And so, you know what else is fantastic, guys? Let me think. I, Those I guys. I really need a pen, though. I do need a pen. One that you writes need, really you, well. Do you you don't need a pen. You need a, <laughs> you need writing, a writing instrument. instrument. That's ah. right. And, the, and if you want to get them from the leader in that category, that'd be our good folks at Gold Star, our good friends over there. They are the clear leader in that category of product in our industry. If you want to learn more how pens can be more than just a promotional pen, how they can be a writing instrument, sign up for your free brand story toolkit and visit them over at goldstarpens.com slash toolkit. You won't be sorry you did, guys. Really enjoyed it. Look forward to talking to you next time. Awesome. See you guys. Out. Thanks to the work group. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.